Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode where I sit with an amazing author and they talk about their book. Today, I am joined by Sage. Really, really excited that she's here because she's written a brilliant, brilliant romance novel. It's gotten a lot of wonderful reviews. Hi, Sage. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I'm glad you're sitting here with me today. And I learned that you're in Texas like I am. So I'm even yes. more excited. <laughs> yes, Texans. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's like talking and supporting a local author. So that's what I'm really excited about, too. Yeah, I've been I've been lucky to find quite a few authors in Texas in this whole process. So that's been really cool. I hope to get them all on the shows eventually. But let's dive into your book. Let's dive into you as an author. So should we start on your book first? Can you tell us about it? Yeah. So uh, my book that releases in early November, November the 7th, which is actually my birthday. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's going to be my first published novel. I've been writing almost my entire life, and I just kind of decided... I'm going to publish a novel before I turn 30 or I'm not going to do it at all. Oh, wow. It was just like, you know, throwing down the gauntlet for myself pretty much. And I sat down at the end of April and said, you know, whatever comes to me is what's going to make it into this book. And by the end of probably June, I had 270 page novel finished. (laughs) Oh, wow. Have you had that story stewing in your head for a while or this is kind of on a whim? Like you knew you wanted to do this part, but... I knew that I wanted to write romance. I knew that it's something that I've always been so just involved with the genre and I've loved it for so many years. And I think I just was constantly looking for that story that was gonna like satisfy me and and mm-hmm. was just gonna be that perfect story and I could never find it and I think it's because I had to write it you know and that's that's a good way to look at it I like that yeah. <laughs> okay so tell us about this book this book uh it's called the storms between us it okay. is actually book one in um the Grovewood Inc series oh which okay. is uh, a series that I'm in I'm so far, I've outlined four books for, and I've completed the first one. I'm about halfway through the second one now, um, and it just follows uh, this group of guys that were all in the military together. Okay. They've decided once they got out that they were going to open a tattoo shop, and it's set in uh, South Carolina, okay. which is just a beautiful beautiful place I've traveled to and just loved. The first book is about Elijah and Ember's story of just, you know, meeting each other and falling in love. Elijah happens to be Ember's brother's best friend, which is kind of a popular trope in romance. Uh, I don't know if you are super familiar with like the themes of romance, but um, brother's best friend. Yeah, I have a little bit of an idea that yeah. But I like the fact that that they're twins, Ember and Yes, Ember, Ember and Everett are twins. Yeah. Right. 
I think I just really wanted to make sure that I had a sibling bond that was, you know, like infallible and what is more than twins. Right. Did you have a hard time writing about the characters and as, as far as the relationship, I guess, between the twins versus with Elijah? Um, I did just because I don't have any experience, you know, being a twin or anything like that. So it was definitely something that I had to kind of reach out to just people that I know and maybe uh, other moms that have twins and just kind of kind of play it by ear and just ask them, how does that dynamic work? Is this the same as, you know, a normal sibling relationship? Are they really, you know, is twin telepathy really a thing? (laughs) Just, you know, things, little nuances like that, that really bring characters to life. So what is it about this particular romance novel, your book, that, that really gets to you as far as romance novels go? Is there something that people really really hold on to with this is it pretty emotional because i know it's a little spicy that's what i it read is, about yes. <laughs> it, is, it is quite spicy which you know is my is personally my favorite avenue in romance there's plenty of different topics to choose from but i try to go a little spicier i think the part that really just satisfied me writing this book was just creating those relationships between best friends and siblings and in a relationship where people are falling in love that in your real life, you want to have those perfect relationships, a perfect friendship, a perfect marriage. And when you write it, you can create whatever you want. It's just, uh, you know, you can make it as dramatic or as as right. tame as you want to. And I think I definitely threw a little bit of uh, suspense into this one. There's okay. like a stalker situation going oh, on. Okay. You know? So it's kind of a, I don't want to say it's like a damsel in distress kind of situation because I think when I sat down and said, you know, I'm going to write a romance novel, I told myself, I'm not going to write a damsel in distress. I'm not going right. to write a female that needs a man to come save her. Right. But it's great to have one there, you know. Right, right. She's but pretty I, strong herself, but yes. it's wonderful to fall in love and depend on yeah. him on certain things. And I think that was something that, you know, it, when it comes to, like, the big climax of the story is, like, Ember really discovering that she doesn't have to do everything by herself. She doesn't have to take care of herself. She can depend on somebody else to be there for her, and it's not going to be a weakness for her. How old is Ember in your book when she's going through all this? Or is this like a long time frame in the book? Or uh, No, it, it takes place about over the course of a year. Okay. So she's about 21, 22 when all of this is happening. And then Elijah is 29. Where they're at kind of two different places in their lives. They're both kind of starting out on their permanent paths where... Elijah's gotten out of the military. He's started this business with Ember's brother, and he really wants to kind of make his own way in the world, make create his own identity. And Ember's just graduated from college. She is really start trying to start her life. And then she realizes that she's being stalked by her ex-boyfriend. Oh, there's your wrench right there thrown yes. in, <laughs> in the story. It definitely has a little under undercurrent of that creepy stalker vibe. Right. But. Well, you've got to you got to throw something in there to where it moves to, to where Elijah 
becomes kind of important in her life because she's going through something really crazy. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, you can have a good love story all day long and talk about how fantastic it is to be in love, but real life isn't that way. Right. And, you know, if you don't have something to draw readers in, then you're going to lose their interest. you got to have some some kind of drama. Yes. <laughs> so this is supposed to be the first book of a few books, you said. Is yes. it... I'm sorry, you might have said it, but is it going to continue following Amber and Elijah? Or this is this is one part of maybe the shop, the tattoo shop, and then the next book, another part? Or Yeah, so each one of the books I have planned out as like a standalone. So oh, you can okay. read them each individually. Each one is a different couple, but the whole group is intertwined with each other. So, yeah, so I would like, recognize some... Yeah, maybe yeah. you'll definitely see Ember and Elijah in the other novels, as well as like her brother and her best friend. And, you know, just characters that are introduced throughout the first novel that just become bigger players in their own novels. Do you want to eventually close this out, though, as kind of like I'm going to put these babies to bed and perhaps create another series of romance? I could see it. I could definitely see not necessarily running out of characters, but this chapter of Grovewood Inc. just kind of coming to a close. Right. Where it's completed. It feels good. Yeah. And, you know, there may be just like a static character towards the end of that series that ends up kind of branching off and mm-hmm. creating the new series. All right. Kind of At like point, when a TV series ends and they. Yeah. How does it feel to say. I'm a romance author. It feels weird still. <laughs> it feels super weird still. I think it's um, something that I, you know, look up to so many other amazing romance authors. And it's just so strange to kind of group myself mm-hmm. with those people and say, you know, like, I'm I'm actually going to have a published novel, too. I'm just here sitting and talking to you guys. You guys are doing the, the difficult part. <laughs> You, you wrote the book. It's been hard, definitely. I think writing the book was the easiest part, actually. I've heard a lot of people say that. What were some challenges or some challenges you've had publishing this book? I think when I first undertook this whole endeavor, I assumed that writing the book was going to be the most time-consuming, the hardest part, and it came to me so easily. I, I knew what I had to say. I knew where each page was going. And then at the end, I'm like, okay, what do I do now? (laughs) That's when I had to really kind of dive into some different author forums online and Facebook pages and um, other self-publishing authors that had some really great advice just to kind of take it in the right direction to do it myself instead of going through a traditional publishing house. So you are a self-publishing Yes, yeah, okay. I'm self-publishing. As of right now, I have I have no intention of seeking out any publisher. I'm happy doing it myself. It's definitely a huge undertaking for one person. <laughs> I think I did not expect it to be so much. And there are things that I think I will do differently with the second novel as far as like, I edited this entire book myself. Oh, and- wow. I mean, that was so much. I can imagine. I didn't necessarily, I wasn't aware of the costs 
uh, good copy editing and proofreading and line editing. And I was lucky enough to have some really great personal friends that were like, yeah, you know, I'll read it. I'll edit for you and send it back to you. And I think we just kind of pieced this one together with great editing software, Mm -hmm. good formatting and with the help of some really great friends. But I think with the second novel, I may just invest in a good copy editor. A little bit there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of the part that you have to do also is marketing. Right? Not yes. only do you have the finished product, now you're having to put yourself out there. As much as you're proud of it, of course. This book alone kind of speaks for itself. I think it would be quite, quite catching for people to get to. Thank you. I uh, definitely have had to do it a crash course in social media for <laughs> for this uh, marketing this book. I think I always knew that uh, social media played a huge part in, you know, getting smaller authors names out there and really promoting new debut novels. But I think I just didn't realize how difficult it is to create your own content online and make sure that you're constantly interacting with your reader base so that you're not just getting swept under the rug where another author is trying to come out onto the market as well. Right. And being a romance author, I'm sure that's very difficult too because there's a huge market out there. But a lot of people, from what I've noticed with the Facebook groups that I'm in, a lot of people ask for romance books, especially the spicy ones, especially the smut romance books. You have a huge audience with that. I think that there's still a huge stigma around the genre that, you know, there's something wrong with you. Or I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, that's, that's not a real novel. That's not real literature. That's mean. It's it's mean, right? (laughs) It's mean. I I feel like (laughs) you like what you like. Yeah. And I think what people don't really realize is that the romance industry takes up such a humongous portion of literature as a whole. The industry is so massive and, you know, generates so much revenue and people think it's like... It's kind of taboo or something, right? Or they think it's... They're very dismissive about it. Yeah. Almost like, oh, that's cute. You know, cute little romance novels. Ah, that's maddening. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think, I mean... You Like I said, you like what you like, but you also put your heart and soul into your book, writing the book. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure the process was thinking about it over and over, trying to get it out of your head. So I appreciate that just as much as somebody writing contemporary literature or whatnot. You know, and honestly, some of those other literature ones, I, I just don't understand it. <laughs> I think it's just, you know... From one reader to another, just it's like you said, depends on what you like. And, right. and if you decide that, yeah, you may want to hear a story that's about the mafia or something like that. And you just want to have like really good romance thrown in there to just kind of draw you in. It's, it's not something that you have to be ashamed to read or you Absolutely. have to you know, hear people tell you that it's not real literature because I've seen it on the front lines of what romance authors have to go through to create those books and it is the trenches <laughs> <laughs> is there a different genre that you might want to tap into later in the future now that you now that you're sunk yourself into this world as much as you love romance <laughs> i don't know at this point at least that i could ever see myself getting out of romance i think 
if I were to go any into any other genre, it would probably be like a suspense or thrillers. I listen to way too many true crime podcasts. Oh, me too. <laughs> it's always a good thriller story is always enough to draw so many people in. But I think I would always have a, a hint of romance thrown in there. Of course. I hope so. I hope you do. So what are some places people can get your book that's being published on november 7th so as of right now it is available for pre-order wherever you can get an ebook you can pre-order it uh, apple books amazon is a huge one i'm actually publishing through their kindle direct publishing service it's been fantastic and uh nook and you can get it through any service where you get an ebook you can pre-order it until okay. the day of any last words about your book or some plans in the future? Well, we kind of know that you want to add more to this series, but any last words? I think, you know, the only thing I want to add is uh, this book comes out in November. I'm super excited. It's my birthday gift to myself. <laughs> and then I'm planning on book two coming out four to six months after that. And just really continuing to grow this series and hoping that everybody just falls in love with Grovewood the way that I have. I like that. Well, thank you. Thank you, Sage, for joining us today. Yes, thank you. And I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, I don't normally read romance books, but I was really interested in in the whole she's getting stalked, but then she she grows a relationship with, you know, with Elijah and then the fact that it's going to continue after that. I think I I think it's really interesting. There's definitely some fun uh, plot twists thrown in at the end that keep you hooked for the next book. So oh. I'm interested to see what people think of them. Yeah, you're definitely on Goodreads. There you have yes. some wonderful reviews. So you guys definitely check that out. And we will go ahead and say bye. And thank you for coming by and talking to me about something that you've been obsessed with for a long time. And congratulations yes. again. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. And it's been fantastic. My first podcast experience. Yay. Yay. I'm so glad. Let's take that's on your list there. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank I'll talk you. to you later. Yes, Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. All the other information from this episode will be in the show notes. Please support indie authors as well as indie bookstores. And of course, the other podcasts, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where me and Caddy talk about all things books and, well, her cats too. See you then. Bye. <laughs>